0: This is the unadulterated Word of God coming to you from Savannah Ministries. We build up believers unto maturity. We raise ministers for the end-time harvest. We preach the Word of God with signs and wonders following. And we use the Word of God to meet the needs of mankind. It's just for you alone, when if you try to explain somebody else, they might start thinking something's wrong with you, you know. If you explain something, it might be it just won't make sense to them. I pray to God that God will reveal to us more revelation in the name of Jesus. That you, every one of us, we have an a personal understanding of what that name is to you. Amen. In my name. In my name. Hallelujah. God told me, it's not just in my authority, it's in my name. I'll tell you something, why did God say to Jesus, I've glorified you. Come sit on my right hand till, my, till I make your enemies your footstool. Where was Jesus sitting before he left to come down to earth? Where was Jesus? Was he sitting on the ground? Everyone thought about that. What was Jesus without glory? The angels knew Jesus. You know why I know that? The demons knew him. When they seen him, he said, you are the Holy One of God. They knew him. They didn't know him like, oh, we can see the anointing in your life. It's because they know him from heaven. Jesus said, I saw Lucifer, I saw Satan fall down to the earth. So he then they knew each other. But something happened to Jesus that was different. And the revelation God told me was that. The glory that he has now is different from the glory he had before. Why do you think Satan said, "If I had known, I will not have crucified him"? He said, "I would not have crucified this man." A lot of us think it's just because, yeah, you know, he saw the glory that has come on Jesus. And that glory has been transferred to you and me. That's a glory that no matter how we explain with words, we cannot find ways to describe. Literally, the vision in my head is like, when you see the glory that God has put on Jesus, is the glory that the Father has. That glory that no other person had. The glory the Father has, and that glory is given unto us. That revelation, when it hit me, I said, God, open my eyes to understand this glory. And God told me that glory, you know, here, when you want to show, you know what I mean by show? Yeah, I am, it might be money, it might be clothes, it might be cars, it might be house, it might be whatever you have. In heaven is glory. <laughs> it's heaven. It's glory, and they show in heaven. Believe it or not, when I receive a crown, they show that they will be glorified, and there are people that will suffer loss. There are people that will be like, "It's an eternal loss." My gosh, this guy, I got him saved. The currents, the the way you, the distinguishing. Thing between you and the next place when in heaven will be glory, amen. It's that glory that Satan saw that day. Chai, what did I do? Amen. To visualize that that glory is, is what we have not when we get to heaven, we have it now. If you can have that visualization, that we are seated, when he said we are seated with Christ in heavenly places, that's what he's saying. He's saying that you are as he is in heaven. So are you here. That glory, if you know, I, you know. Sometimes you, start, sometimes you do have to use your imagination. God gave it for a reason. I was thinking about, and uh, what I remember I, I mean, I've, I've, I've watched this movie before, Matrix. And when, when the guy, you know, his eyes open, when he looks, he sees codes, you know, binary numbers. He doesn't see people like you and my you and everybody else in. He's like I just if our eyes open and you look I look at Pastor Ekana right now. What I'm looking at is not it's not that Malam there, Malam Abdurrahman, Abdurrahim so Abdur sorry. Is it Abdur? Abdur something? <laughs> <It's> not, um, <laughs> Pastor Maman Ikana Abdul Kadiri. If you don't know, that's his full name. <laughs> Amen. Sorry, uh, Reverend Solomon Ubandoma. I'm so happy to see you. I have not seen since I left Zaria, uh, but I, be, I have followed your ministry online. You won't believe it. I usually go and check. And um, I mean, you have been an inspiration to me. Thank you so much uh, for coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. Today, one of the things I pray that God will open our eyes to see. Like uh, like the guy in Matrix, when you look at <laughs> Pastor Nogwa, you're not just seeing oh, that's Pastor Nogwa there. You're seeing the glory. When you see the glory, do you know your mindset changes? Your mindset changes. There are people who... You may have known as children. And I know some of you are when you were kids. I know some of you are in your primary school. <laughs> but I cannot deal with you like that anymore. I'm going to go to Ankhba in those days with my sense please go and get me water, please. <laughs> but you have changed. When, I, when you look at yourself, you know, I have changed. There are some things that will just suddenly become impossible anymore. In my life, because of where I am. Amen. Okay, let me tell you, let's start with, uh, myself for seven minutes. I'm sure we can do something there. What I want to talk today about is we are finishing it's not finished, but we're finishing the sessions on camp meeting. And we're just going to do something. We we we've had I mean I've been blessed, I have been transformed, I have been changed. My, I've received revelations I've, I've received a touch of the Holy Ghost but there's something that occurred to me that you can receive you can receive abundance today massive abundance and it happens to everyone you get in touch of the Holy Ghost and what you're believing God happens The contract you are trusting God for. The job you are looking for. The marriage you are believing God for. The baby you are are, are trusting God for. You get it this year. And it happens. But it's just like um, any other thing. When it happens, what do you do when the other things that come and life will come? Life will come. You know what I mean by life will come? When the tap is turned on and the blessings flow in, it's not just going to come with blessings also. There will be trials. There will be attempts to close that tap. There will be pressures. What do you do? After all this great word we have received, what do we do with the word? The worst thing you can do is to pretend to yourself and not have the ability to say, no, it's mine. The devil, you're not going to steal these blessings. You're not going to stop it. You're not going to. And that's what we're going to learn today. The word of God we have heard today, the right, Bible calls it in book of Matthew, chapter 13, as a seed that we're really the repar- parable. But you usually hear the parable of the sower. It's not a parable of the sower. You know the the real meaning of that parable. It's a parable of the seeds. It's not a parable of the sower because the sower. The sower was just like it could have also been a machine just driving through the farm and throwing seeds in the farm. It's the seeds. The seed we have received today, we received yesterday, we received from the beginning of camp meeting. That is what sustains. In fact, I was I was meditating yesterday, and I realized a lot of when we think about it, we think about seeds in terms of like corn or beans. And God told me, don't don't think about, it. think about it as grass. That's the best thing to describe. You know grass, right? That grass that that grass that you weed today, you mow, you spray, you till off, even if you put pavement and cover. and what happens after about two years even with stone, the grass will not push out think about it as grass hallelujah let's read the Bible, let's read um, Matthew chapter 13 I do even tell you people are going to laugh um, I don't know about laughing <laughs> I don't know about laughing but I'm laughing in my spirit I am laughing in my spirit because God is creating opportunities for me to laugh. You yeah. yeah. we don't know what I'm saying, I, I, I know people. Some of my people know. Pastor Muriel know why I'm laughing. Pastor Nuga know why I'm laughing in my spirit. I'm laughing in my spirit. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know when the devil? I mean, I thought about it. Why will the devil try to bring this? Now happened yesterday. To you know, you know what I'm talking about. I said. He knew I'm going to preach today. He knew. Didn't he? I'm talking to only two people. Yeah. <laughs> he knew what I'm talking He knew. And he said, eh, uh, we're going to disturb your night today. And I just kept getting phone calls. There's an evil must get back to London before four o'clock tomorrow. That is, going to be so, 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 And God asked me. You know what got to me eventually? After I talked to about talk said, well, it's morning. And, then, and you know what? come to serve 10 days of praying reading your Bible meditating and receiving from God in the, and they will be serving you food don't worry bring on the quarantine <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> because you know, the first time I came up, I said you know what pack your bag head to the airport you sort it when you get there and that one said you know what just head off to Ghana now when you get to- when you get Ghana, you find some way. i okay, gonna say, "Look, Hallelujah, we are not bothered." Amen. Hallelujah. Bible says in verse um, verse three. Jesus, later that same day. Jesus left the house and oh, verse one, sorry. Later that same day, Jesus left the house and sat beside the lake. A large crowd soon gathered around him. So he got into a boat. Then he sat there and thought as the people stood on the shore. He told many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen. A farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across the fields, some seeds fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plants soon wilted under the hot sun. And since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among tongues and grew up and choked, sorry, among tons that grew up and choked on the tender plants. Still, other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop. that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as has been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. This is a popular parable. We always talk about it. When I, the visual, the understanding we've always had is that, yeah, you know, because Jesus explained later and said, when the farmer went and sport, they put the seed, they said the seed is, is the word of God. It, 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 when, you, when the seed gets into people's heart, you know, the devil comes and steal it. And, and God told me there's a lot more deeper than that. The seeds have been planted here. There are some people who have listened. They heard it, they jumped, they shouted, they were very happy when they heard. It It was so exciting. The jokes were amazing. They sat down and cannot remember anything they heard. In fact, maybe when they were distributing rice, they forgot everything. (laughs) Rice and how was service rice? Do you know that if you cannot remember a word of what you've heard, all you can remember is rice. It's gone. Amen. And God told me that look, because that was something I was praying for when I you know, before I left home. I said, God, I want there are people that have believed you for things. It looks that these things are stubborn, and. And I was saying God said there's nothing that's stubborn. There's nothing that is stubborn. It's because it has not made the kind of the kind of thing that will get rid of it. If you have stubborn grass in your house or weed and you have I've been cutting, if you get the right treatment, you will get rid of that grass. You won't even sweat. But if you use the wrong tool, I do a lot of woodworking. If you use the wrong tool, it's very hard. It's very hard. Try paint this ground with or, or clean, wash or scrub this floor with toothbrush. You know it's punishment, right? That's the classic punishment. Just line everybody up yeah, here. Yeah. Toothbrush. And I want it clean and sparkling. They'll be here 12, 2 a.m. 6 a.m. That's him. I think it's very hard to clean the floor. But just get one of those motorized cleaners in two minutes, the guy is gone. Going to the next one. So those of these of you that have been experiencing maybe some stubborn challenges. And people have been. I tell you, those challenges have been broken. Amen. They have been broken this camp meeting. Amen. They've been broken by the power of the word of God you have heard here. Once it's broken, you're not going to sit down and, you know, you know if, if, if somebody comes here and just comes to the right equipment and cleans this place off, what you cannot bother doing now is go and get your brush out again and start cleaning the floor. Because it's been broken. So what we have to do now is do what? Begin to en- enforce enforce the destruction of that challenge in your life and that's what we're going to talk about the word of god that we have received there because when we live here all the people that are shouting with you they'll go to their house Bible says, the devil is a roaring lion that means he goes out roaring so you're still going to hear some remnants of noise as if those things have not gone sometimes you might still hear some remnants of symptoms You may see here remnants of 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 complaints. Put my and say, ha, ha, "You have gotten that job. You haven't gotten job yet. What are you doing? I think you should do something else." Oh, but what you have to do is enforce what you have received in camp meeting with God's word today, and say no. And how are you going to enforce it? It's not it's not going to be like I'm going to just teach you one very simple thing. You're going to do. Just do it every single day. Every single day. I, I, I try to simplify things in my life. I know I can't remember every single challenge that come my way. Some, they, before they even come, they go. And some people, I, will, I don't know they have challenges until people tell me this is a challenge. Yeah, really? Me, I just push through it every day. But what I do, are the ones that I... Because if you want to remember, all oh, the said, said, look... Temptations come to right, trials come to right. If you want to remember every single challenge in your life, look, you will have you will focus on the wrong thing. But I focus on something and say, Lord, this one, this one, this one, this one, I want it gone. And the reason why you say I want it gone is not because I don't want the others gone, it's because you see, if you have, if you have like a like a garden that is overgrown, and you have some wild, maybe rats or something living in there. The day you put fire in that garden, to clear the garden, you also clear the rats. You also clear all the bugs that you don't want, spiders, whatever. You kill them off. So it's not every single thing that I bother praying about. Because if I'm bother praying about, every, Lord, I pray for this person, I pray for this thing. I, pray, I mean, it's going to take a long time. The one that comes to my heart, I need to. I pray for, but, but you know what? There are miracles you received that you didn't even pray for. By virtue of what you have done with the word of God you have. So let's go to let's go to the to the to this parable. Let's go down to verse um, twenty three. No, I, I want to read something. Let's go back up, up to um <clears throat> let's continue. Let's continue reading down the whole script, the whole chapter. Verse verse 10. His disciples came and asked him, why do you use parables when you talk to people? He replied, you are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. You know, I used to find this difficult. You are permitted. We are permitted. That's why people would look at you and say, what's wrong with people's head? Just believe that somebody died two thousand years ago, and by his death, you are you are righteous, you are saved, you, you can make all these bold declarations. Doesn't make sense. Bible said the gospel is foolishness to those who are perishing. You are permitted to understand. People think what we have the knowledge we have is common knowledge, the knowledge of the truth of the gospel is not common. Unfortunately, it's not even common in the church. Not to mention unbelievers. Have you ever sat down with a an unbeliever, unbelieving theologian before? I have talked with them, I've watched their I mean they, they can expound Bible in ways that will your mouth will drop. I'm not joking. They will explain saying, Yeah, saying, And yeah, we should yeah, it's there now. Look at it. Yes. But they don't have that understanding. To us, we it has been given to understand. Hallelujah. The secrets of the kingdom of heaven. But others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. (laughs) To those who listen to my teaching, more on I mean, have you ever thought about it that you are with two of you are hearing the same thing? And within six months somebody else has moved on. He say, oh, you know, it's just time and chance happens. You forget that time and chance happened to them all. It was just fortunate. Those who listen to my teachings more understanding will be given, and they will have an abundance of knowledge. If you, in, 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 in King James say they will have an abundance. There are of knowledge. I know it says knowledge here, but it's not just knowledge. It's an abundance. They will have an abundance in everything. He used the word those who listen. Now, he's not talking about listening with just I heard the sound. After all we have done and the celebration and laying of hands and the, and the worship and I mean they've been great. Make sure you listen, and now you, it's impossible to say you remember everything everyone has said up here. That's why you have to get the tips, or you have to get the tips, <laughs> download it. You know, some of us are still in the <laughs> 19th century. <laughs> you have to download the messages or watch on, on online again and again and again. For those who listen, more understanding. You know what you really want to understand? is more revelation. That revelation is what cannot be taken from you. I pray I can get to the bottom where I want to get to. where that, that listening, that word listening, attending your ears, it's not just playing the message. You understand what I'm saying? If today I say I'm a, I'm a millionaire coach, I want to coach you, and when I finish by evening, everyone that listen to me will have a million naira in their account. You know that a lot of people bring a notepad, sit down and they will they will listen carefully to all my instructions. When I you know I was talking to uh Reverend we were discussing something that happened in, in Zaria, and there was this brother that was prophesying some you no, know, it was not like a demonic spirit. <laughs> but he said some things that was like Startling to some of the brain there, and it was really, really good. Like, yeah, nobody knew about this, about my life. He prophesied it, and the people, as a result, because they felt this is a manifestation of the Spirit of God. People, they filled exercise books. Demons just prophesied nonsense to them don't wear shoes, wear sandals, shave your hair, don't do. I mean, absolutely, just if some of them, he it just it finished their brain for, for a long time. I pray that they have recovered because some of that take them away. But then they were done. I know one of my, my friends, he told me he took off his shirt. It was hot. They were sweating. And they were just <laughs> listening. Amen. I wonder if it was just, if it was actually God that spoke and you were listening that way. Just imagine where you would have been. I mean, I, think I said they right were there for days. <laughs> when he left, eventually it was like, it was. I think I said something. He said no. He just said, no. <laughs> and I go and left. You know that you have left somewhere. Even the cool breeze that will meet you as you open the doors. What day am I? What day is day? We got in here on Monday and is it, was, it was Friday or Saturday? i forgot it. because they were there but they. Sweat, and he was doing holidays, so nobody was around in Suleman Hall, they just locked themselves in <laughs> you know when the devil caught them in a trap just sealed them in there and, and gave it to them I wish God can catch us like that, and give it to us this is what we've been doing here God has been caught us here, put us here, and has been giving it to us for like 6 days now the worst thing we can do is after all they're giving, we just go and That was very hot and just go away. No. At least nobody has said that. I that you should shave your head. You should wear, don't wear, you wear short naked only. Don't, no. <laughs> never wear trousers, Never wear, you know, don't take your bath. You know, you know, some, some, you know, I you know the devil just knows how to. Have you ever thought about why the devil, I mean, what is the point of that? I mean, really? Do you know why he here with us? That it's just to put you to shame, oh. It yeah. to put you to shame, man, and and we now tell God, look at them, the, the are people are telling me that, yeah, yeah. I just tell them to take off their shoes now and start hopping, and they are doing that. Hallelujah. But if we, Bible says, if we truly listen, just like we've heard. Oh my goodness, this iPad has gone. Was he listening? no not, not walking in the spirit at all <laughs> amen <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> For those who truly listen more understanding will be given and as a result of the understanding and have, they will experience an abundance I tell you one thing. Yes, we should scream because we we are in obedience, but we should scream with understanding. You should understand when I scream, I'm declaring. I mean, I, 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 I had this vision. I had this vision that when we get to heaven, you know, do you have ever seen when a pop star arrives? A very popular pop star I mean, when I'm in the 80s, when Michael Jackson comes for example. They, and God just showed me a vision of us entering heaven, and that is the screaming the angels, if the I screaming they do when people get born again. Yay! Do you know that is the screaming they even do? Not only when you get to heaven, when you walk in understanding. That is the screaming they do when you walk in the understanding, so right, in revelation. That's why we also scream here because they scream knowing. It's with knowledge. It's not that there's excitement. You know, sometimes people are screaming. You start screaming. You don't know why. Say, I don't know. Right? But they are all screaming. <laughs> you scream. Your voice will go like my voice. And you go and take uh, peppermint or something and then ah. and, and that's all. Nothing changed. But when you scream with understanding, knowing, knowing, Hallelujah. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have, because everybody has little understanding as we are born again, what little understanding you have, they will be taken away from them. That means they will enter into. If you enter more you get abundant. What happens when you enter, when you have, when you little understand, you have into even deeper poverty. You don't have poverty or money. It could be anything. That is why I use these parables. Now, look, I said, that is why I use these parables. I, I look at it, I just said, you know what? What God just told me, the reason why I don't want them to understand it's because I have mercy on them because if we're not listening at all they he's talking about the unbelievers and the other people say they don't listen at all he said if, if they understand then, if they if they could understand if they had the potential of understanding and I open their eyes to see it and they not and they don't listen then their case will be worse so these guys that they're not even born again I don't let them understand the, the truth of the gospel I, I block it from them. Because their case will be worse. Because they now have an understanding and they have not listened to it. They refused it, so <laughs> there will be no excuse because the accuser will say, they know, they know, they know. You have to deal with them because they don't, they are not, they are refusing to do the right thing. And I said, but they don't know, I can't deal with them. I give them time. But for us, Let's go down to verse, um, verse sixteen. But blessed are your eyes because they see. Trust me, once you're born again, your spirit comes alive. The eye of the spirit is poop, pops open. You have the ability to see. Blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. I tell you the truth. Many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but they didn't see it, and they long to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. Now, listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seeds that fell on the footpath represent those that hear the message. Now, it's not; these are not unbelievers. Don't think they are unbelievers. They hear the message. And don't understand it. They just didn't. No attempt to. Move, they just don't understand it. Uh, because were, their heart is not there. They are not listening. And the devil takes it away. For instance, somebody teaching goes. Somebody is teaching, and all you are doing is just talking at the back. You are hearing the message. You see it's coming there. Do you know something? There is passive listening, though. I can be talking if I say. But when I mention one million, do you know you immediately hear that one? You will not hear what happened before it or what happened after it, what I said after it, but you will not oh one million. Mm. So the word was entering, but it was it was just poof going out. And you know why? Because the devil is there, his the demons are there actively. Oh you know, you you have to go and warm that. That could say you ate yesterday or you have to make that um beans uh, thing you have to you have to me might be getting spoiled, the soup. Have, oh, we have to um you'll be thinking all kind of nonsense and the message is coming in. Oh gosh, I'm really hungry. I don't know when they will finish now. Isn't, I'm not saying you're not feeling hungry. But you know if I mention one million, that hunger will just poop in. It has happened to me, I'm not lying. It has happened to me before. We have been distracted and some just I just hear something. Oh, really? I oh God, what's my what oh, was I doing? All this why I didn't listen to what we are saying. Because the devil is always, trust me, he's always trying to steal God's word from your heart. All the things we've been hearing here, were trying to steal from your heart. Straight away, he steals it. Why does he have to steal it? Because the word is still being kept there. It's there. You don't have to plant a seed put it on the ground, it will be lying down there. And all he's trying to do is to pick it up. When if he leaves it long enough, the rain will fall. No matter how hard that ground is, it will, it will germinate. If he leaves, if the never makes a mistake of leaving God's word in, in your, even a person, that's why sometimes, some people will say, when they are sleeping, they leave message on. If you keep listening, even in your sleep, after a while, you, i you ever had this situation where you are sleeping, and you, you, you thought you were hearing one music, and you wake up, and you start humming, and you find out the music was playing. If you put on a message, and you keep hearing message, round the clock, round the clock, round the clock, round the clock, one day you wake up, you just remember some words just come out. Some scriptures, I if you put the Bible on, and you go to bed. You wake up in the morning, you just had some scriptures just come out, popping out from your mouth. You don't even know when you heard it. Because there is passive listening. So, there was there, God, doing as much as he can. Come on, take it, take it, hurry up, brother up, don't leave anything behind. Amen. That's why it's very dangerous here, and uh, distractions one of the worst is it some distractions are just devilish. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Some distractions are just devilish because you see not everything you hear right now that you can record right away but as long as you are listening regularly you know when pressure comes those things pop out. Distraction. You're going back to your respective churches and homes. Remember distractions. Bible says that Jesus went to visit uh, Mary and Martha, and Mary, uh, Martha was running up and down, cooking, doing all the things for Jesus. And Mary sat down and was listening to him, and she was upset. So please tell my sister come and help me. I mean, look at all this things I'm doing. And he said, Yeah, Martha, you're worried about so many things. You are worried about so many things, but Mary has chosen what's important. When you have to hear God's word, you have to be. I'm not saying we talk about single like those my friends and lock themselves up in the room <laughs> and we hear it, but you have to be there, focus. Amen. Verse 20. The seed on rocky uh, represent those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they have they don't have deep roots, they don't last long, and they fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. You know what? This, this God dealt with for a long time on this passage because He said this is where many believers are even if you have like a curve like a curve where people where the message is being stolen the the the, the 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 majority of believers are under this category of people who hear God's word and rejoice you make declarations today you will not leave this place without everything you believe you're going to get a million dollars you're going to get a lot today and you, you rejoice and you know what Bible says what they receive it with joy and immediately it sprouts. They receive the what the, the declaration, they actually receive the declaration. Yes, they actually receive the miracles. Immediately they receive the word with joy and it sprouts up. The leaves the, the plant sprouts up. That means you actually get what, what 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 they are rejoicing about. But they don't have deep roots. This is where we talk about the listening part, the focus on God's word, the meditation, the hearing and hearing and hearing again. That's where the roots are, that's where you have deep soil and root is spread. I'll tell you one short story. When I, I some time ago, you know, I'm a very adventurous person, so I I I one day I woke up. I said, I want I just uh, I want to plant ogo plants in UK. It's very cold there. Went to my garage, opened the door. Hmm, what do I need here? Now I went and got some wood. I have some wood working. I built a giant box, A big, big, massive box. I built it about four foot by four foot by. I mean, you can enter inside and sleep even. With a lid, I put four fluorescent tubes on top. I had a heater inside. Somebody sent us some ugu seed. I planted it, and it grew. when, when I carried one, my pastor friends, I opened the, I opened the lid. He said, like, Ah, it's so good now. I said, Yes. <laughs> I was joking. I did you? go? Said, well, you know, I can. Do, I'm a G. <laughs> I was feeling cool with myself. The thing just came up. The leaves were fatter than the ones I used to see in the market. I'm like, mm. I said, yeah, we'll all be coming. I'm snipping this every day, and we're not buying from the shop anymore. Fresh Ugu leaves, big fat pots. As a group order, I put new in, change the pots, changed the pots because and the weather was getting colder and colder outside. So I was turning up the heat. You know what thing about good plants? You put one plant here, eh? It can fill up this whole place. One day I just realized that my plant just stopped growing. I watered it. I don't know. Put some, you know, we have plant food. Did everything increase the light? Increase the heat. It didn't grow. After a while, one leaf up and, <laughs> and fell off. I said, What? <laughs> not no, not gonna happen to me. I have invested my time on this. I expect that when it has grown fully, I, I will host some of my friends, some of my general friends, will come here and they want to see my <laughs> my agricultural prowess in my my garden. Oh, I said okay, maybe that is that the problem. So I then go under one and put it. I did it three times. They got to the same height and they died. One foot plus just died. Ah. So the, the, the third or the fourth one, I said, okay, no, I'm going to put it in the garden. Let's just see if it will survive. So I dug a hole, remove it. When I put it from the plant, I didn't even see any soil. Do you know what I saw? Roots. The whole thing was full of roots. Ogle plants, if you plant it here, the roots can be on the road. It can be up to 20, 30 meters away. For it to be able to survive. The roots, it was too shallow. There is no amount of fertilizer, no amount of encouragement that can encourage it. They can encourage you. somebody come, If you keep coming to church and they encouraging you, but you don't grow roots, you'll be like, plant it, sprout, die. Plant it, sprout, die. Plant it, sprout, die. Because you're not spending time to listen, continuously listen, deepening their roots. He didn't say the plant, uh, you know. He said the plant. Um, he said the plant died. That means that you are believing God for. Without, some people say, why? Why is that? When we come to camp meeting, we hear all these great messages. I got healed. I go home. I'm celebrating. Two weeks later, three months later, the sickness came back with a vengeance. You know the vengeance you used to receive in camp meeting. That vengeance you have to receive. You have to keep it with. Listening, getting that God vengeance. Wake up every morning. Mm, if you have to, get a tape, mm, go to bed, wake up. Mm, because what are you doing? I'm deepening my roots. I make sure I have soil and I make sure I have roots. I'll tell you a story. What God told me Say why I said, weeds or grass. Do you know, when you're traveling, those of you who travel up north, we're traveling in the car, you see some people they doing races, they want to catch rats. They will, they will fire one end, fire and that so end with some big sticks but, you know, killing the rats, right? sometimes you just get one place, just the whole place black, they burnt it all down nothing you know in Europe they were so upset Who is this? they destroyed the environment but people say nah, it's a rat now <laughs> let this rain rain Two or three times, maybe even one time sometimes. What happened? Everything just changed. Do you know why? It did not affect the roots. All that thing you did, you can kill it, can burn it, you can even. I mean, I, my dad used to farm till we had a tractor. You can use tractor and go till it. You can spray it. Three weeks later, you have to come back with hoe and weed again. The, there is nothing you will do. Sometimes some people have to come out with excavator and remove the soil. That's the only option, because that grass is a stubborn thing. The roots have gone to places that you cannot get to with your normal hoe and digger. So nobody tries, you fail, and them telling you, you will face trials. Don't think that because we have abundance flowing. That, you know, sometimes you get abundance flowing, then pressure will come. For You to spend the abundance in ways you didn't plan to. <laughs> you get a lot of money, and say, Ah, there's one guy now. This guy, he needs to get his money right now because something bad will happen to you if you don't. And you know, I mean, you just can't do it. You have to get, you have to just, and God, you know, I have trusted God. I believe God, and everything just came, and now I can't even enjoy this. God, this is not, no. The grass may be burnt, and it does get burnt. But that root cannot be touched. It's like, have you, if you watch um, some movies where when they show, like, I um, see the where they have the a screen, and then your heart monitor, bing, bing, and then when the person dies, they're going, that's not even a good example. The example I want to give you, um, there's something called uh, uh, a seismic machine. They used to measure earthquakes. When there's a earthquake, the thing will move like that. But normally, it just goes like flat line or just tiny movements. You know, the root thing just imagine it's a flat line, whatever is going up there doesn't shake it, doesn't move it, doesn't turn you around. You can't change your mind or change your plans about God just because of circumstance. If you find you are changing. Uh, I don't think this God's will. I think this is. I don't. Or somebody there's somebody I know that keep. They are changing church, changing church, changing church. And one person, one person said, "Well, what is it that you are really looking for? If you have deep roots, eh? When you know what you are looking for, it's not whether the pastor is doing this or doing that that you are looking for. You will understand a lot better than that." If you are always having a change of mind, God told you this today, but I think there was a mistake I didn't hear properly. It's because there was no roots at all. You did not tend to develop God's word in that area. The things you've heard in camp meeting, the worst thing you can do, celebrate and rejoice and be excited and go, and don't develop on it. That's the worst thing you can do. Because what happens is that it is vexing to the heart that after God has healed me, a war sickness now came and this one is really like this is the one. No. this is the one, no chance. Because people I know I've, I've met believers who said, I'm tired, let me go. I'll tell you so it's not a very good story, but it's happened. Pastor can I say One day I felt very sick in Zara and I was I I, I it came, came very bad. I, I, I was hallucinating and they took me to Professor <laughs> hospital. I think I want to go on a please. I'm tired. I will slap you there. I will slap you there with my fingers and everything. I will slap you there. Shut up. You can say, man, slap me. That's the only thing you can say. You can say, oh, no. Uh-uh. That's not working right, faith. I will slap you there. You say, And you know what? It worked. All the hallucination disappeared immediately. <laughs> it's true. If we was to get slapped with this, with this pain, <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Where was I? Thank God saved you. Didn't do that thing, <laughs> amen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, I'm running out of here. So even if I break down, whatever I can talk, out of pew. <laughs> no, I will try my best. Deep roots. I mean, I, 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 let's see, uh, let's try break up for speed. Bible says in verse 22, the seeds that fell among thorns represent those that hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by worries of this life. And the Leo of wealth. When I when I read this, I, I said I, something I've always said when I, when I listen. I said before I'm, I used to be quick to make judgments. That guy is not working by faith. How can you talk around like am So disappointed in you. And I and, and want the God to say, don't be quick to judge people. People have problems. Don't judge people. What is you what. I won't say job, but what I can look at is when the person refused, refused to develop themselves properly and allow this thing to fester. Perhaps the worries of this life. Worry is a sign or a symptom of unbelief. Yeah. Unbelief is a sin. I'm it's the sin. Which of you, by worrying, by taking thought, can make you can make yourself grow taller by one inch? Say, I'm so short. This is so sad. No matter how much you worry, you're not going to grow taller. Amen. I am still waiting to see how worrying helps anyone. Ask God to have a revolution to, to show on no, us that we stop worrying because it's a revelation you need to understand that worrying helps no one, it doesn't help me. It's like fire is burning in my house, I get so upset, I run inside. In my process running inside, I use my leg and kick a can of kerosene. Where are my children? Where are my children? Where are my children? Where are my children? After a while, the whole house is on fire now. Maybe the children are hiding somewhere. I've now set the fire to where they are hiding. That's what worry does. It destroys what the problem is not even destroyed yet. It finishes it off. They have the revelation of God's word, though. Bible says that it, it grew, but almost quickly worry of this life pressures of this life come it's a lot of pressure make you make decisions think say things you should not say contrary these are not people that don't have deep roots they have deep roots i mean they know god's word but they still worry that's why the bible didn't say the plant the plant doesn't die just have no fruit To so eventually to die because if, if you don't have any fruit, eventually the <laughs> the Bible says, anyone that doesn't grow growth, what happens? Come and cut you off. No fruit. It's the most painful thing to have, to have spent all your life, all your, maybe the last six months, tend it to your farm and everything, and it grows and it doesn't have anything on it. Nothing. After you spend fertilizer, money, energy, and all. Nothing. Worry kills off the remaining things that the problem has not killed. and the layer of wealth. Thank God, Reverend, shared the scripture, Matthew 6. I know pressure, pressure makes us, but one day I sat, I kind of talked to myself, I said, look, we have to understand what money really is. It's just a tool. Once it becomes more than a tool to you, once it becomes an end, you know, like, I have some, in the, in the UK, you have some people that love tools. They gather them, go to their garage, they just have every tool, the latest one, expensive one, they don't, some them in the plastic wrapper, they've never used it before. See, this hammer, has a titanium coated hammer, and has a gold handle. What will I do with this? It's a hammer. <laughs> That's what it is. It's supposed to hammer something. Once money becomes more than what it is. Once the things of life becomes what they are, you're supposed to make life easier so you can do things of God better. Right. The lure of wealth is not wealth. It's a lure. Thinking. Please give me two, two, three minutes, please, and I'm gone. The lure of wealth. You can you can be speaking God's word and but if in your heart there is that, hmm, you know what you're going to do? You're going to make wrong decisions. you are going to make wrong decisions. In fact, most of who are lured never even get to get the wealth. That's the worst part of it. Because they keep getting lured. On and on. Oh, it almost happened now. <sighs> I can't come to church this Sunday because, you know, there's one contract I'm chasing and the allergy is, is around today I have to go and see him you go there the man is not there, you sit down there with all the malams and all of them, they go for that prayer have you heard them say they won't go and pray because uh, they go and they do their prayer, they do everything you sit down there, you are supposed to be in church Ah, uh, they come and say Ah, brother Christopher, oh, there's no brother Christopher here You didn't go to church today um, allergy, you know that thing. let's just finish it today <laughs> I say ah can't walk today, you have to come back next week Sunday. Uh, uh, true, come back next week Sunday. Next Monday, you're there again. But the third time the guy has no regard for you. Yeah. He has no regard for you at all. You guy is just money. Amen. Yeah. The lure of wealth. It kills off the fruits. Kills off the fruits. Lastly. It says that the seed that fell on good soil represent those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, and even a 100 times as much as has been planted. Ever wondered why Bible says 30, 60, 100? See, these people, they truly listen. Why you have to use truly this? Why? You have to date the hacking from their heart. They listen. But we have the ability to understand. Under, the understanding is given to us because we are born again. We have the spirit of God in us. We have, to, we have Our spirit is alive. is joined to the Holy Ghost. We can understand. What you need to do is to put that word in there. Then the understanding will come out. They truly listen and understand. The real part for us here is what? The truly listening. The understanding comes out. And when your understanding comes out You bring up fruit Why would some people bring up 30 Some 60 and 100 Bible says the soil is good It's not because of the soil The seed is the same It's not because of the seed It's the listening Amen How deeply You listen How deeply You focus How deeply you remember those things you have been taught here, that is when the understanding will come. And it will determine the amount of return. Listen, whatever you have received in the camp meeting, does not even begin to scratch what God has in plan for you. This is just, I can put it like, it's just a sprouting. It's not the fruit. the sprouting. Listen, understand, and you'll get it. Why is it on the edge of your seat? Eh? Is it... Come on, finish. (laughs) I'm going to go. The way I sit there, he has to move now. I'm going. (laughs) Hallelujah. So let's not live here like those foolish people who heard God's word but didn't listen. God stole it from them. You get back, on, what, did, what happened? Camping, thing? ah, Reverend, well, man, Reverend preached well to the man. I've got blessed, and hands were laid on me. Everything's okay. What, what did they, What did they preach? No, I'm, I'm, I can't remember really, but you know, there were a lot of very great, you know, just know you have a problem immediately and go and dig up the messages and listen to them again and again and again and again till the understanding comes out and then whatever god has started will not quickly wither will not be fruitless in your life amen thank you for listening messages are freely available visit caruso's cloud.com/profile/savanna ministries for download or Visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.